Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Well, we're here on the Roundtable. Hi, everybody. It's Robert Bannon. It's another episode with another actor who is pretty fantastic. Tony nominees galore in a show with two-time Tony winner Diane Weist. Directed by Tony winner Rachel Chafkin over at The Vineyard, which is one of my favorite places to see a show. Yes, Joanna Day joins us here on the Roundtable. Hi, everyone. Uh, If you want more information about the show before we start talking, go to vineyardtheater.org and get your tickets before December 7th. This is a show about a woman who, at 75 years old, decides to leave Milwaukee to go to L.A. to be a movie star. I think I am that woman at 35. That was like me. I was like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be a singer. From Jersey, you know, so that's how we talk. Uh, So it's an inspirational story and it's a really interesting story and I had a great time talking to Joanna Day and I had a great time going to see the show. If you want to see more talks with us and artists, you know, just follow us on the Broadway Podcast Network and go to robertbannon.com to find out where I'm going to be and what I'm doing. But up next, theater, Broadway, royalty, the one and only Joanna Day is here. I love the vineyard. I think it's a great place. There's not a bad seat in the house. There is such beautiful sight lines, beautiful work that gets done in this building. You need to trickle on down, get a glass of wine, eat at a nice fancy little restaurant over by the vineyard, and then go see Joanna Day, Diane Weist, and this amazing cast of characters tell this crazy story. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Theme partners playing right this second. I know. And also what you were just saying about the the vineyard being such a great theater, you know, I, I first did um, How I Learned to Drive there in 1900s. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. Um, and also that area is so great. You got Irving the Square and I mean, Union Square and Irving Plaza and there are great restaurants there and it's it's the best. It is a beautiful part of New York City. And this sounds I was there the other night. I saw the show on Tuesday night. But for the people not here, it sounds like a good show because it is a good show. It's a powerhouse of a show. When you get sent a script or you get asked to read or they offer you a part, what do you look for as an actor? (laughs) You know, I don't really have a thing that I look for other than something that I'm like, oh, 
that's never been done or that is a great that's great story storytelling and that you know pulls on my heartstrings and that makes me laugh um you know it, it it's just something you know and also i was talking to some actors the other day about um how like sometimes i'll read something and i'll be like i i don't know i i, I don't know i don't know but I have this instinct to say yes to it. And then you get around the table and read it and you're like, oh yeah. That's it. That's why I felt that. <laughs> well, you're no stranger to uh, heavy stuff. If it's if it's sweat, if it's proof, if it's if it's like you just said, how I learned to drive, you have you go in there and you dig and dig and, and deep and give us some real truth in real life. Thank you, you. That's so nice. Yes wanted to be an actor that was of the dramatic, hit us hard, knock us out kind of ilk? Are, are, are you, did you ask if I wanted to be? Always, or, or you know? Oh. Um, you know, being an actor, like I was like two years old, but I was like, I'm gonna be an actress. Like I lived in the mountains of Virginia. Like, I don't know how I was about to do that, but um, you know, it just, it was the, it was, I was made for it, I guess. And, um. Mm -hmm. I really, I remember when my mom was alive, she'd be like, can you do something funny? <laughs> like, yes. was, and my sister sort of takes up that mantle and like, you know, cause I do a lot of, you know, pretty intense stuff normally. Um, but yeah, this, and this play has it all, you know? And I mean, I play an unusual role in this play uh, for me. I mean, considering the play, because it's so otherworldly in a way, you know, um, and I'm sort of the the grounding, you know, I was saying I'm the straight man in this. Yes. Um, but the play needs it, you know, for Diane's character, you know, uh, and I'm really, really enjoying doing that. And of course, you know, working with Diane Weist and the rest of the cast. I mean, I, I don't get to see them much in the play. Except in the dressing room when we have a ball. It's really great. Well, I'm sure. Well, the show is about Meryl, which is Diane Weiss. And she's a Milwaukee to L.A. trying to make it if it kills her kind of an actor. And you play the sister. And uh, it's a, it's got a big span. And it's a really unique relationship. It is. We could all. Even if we're not movie stars. Even if we're not from Milwaukee. We we could relate to family and, and the connection. What was the rehearsal process like? Uh, to play off of each other at, at the table and get it on its feet. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Um, for Diane and I, mm -hmm. uh, it was great. I mean, you know, what, what ended up happening, which is, you know, true, if you know anything about being in a play, is, you know, there's 25 scenes in about a 100-page play. So, and a lot of moving parts and... Um, What's happened? Let me just cut to. It was easy with Diane. She was. She's just so generous and <laughs> slightly talented. Um, uh, 
it really is. It's like a dream come true. But um, what's happening now, now that we're getting, because we made tons of changes and um, big ones at that, that like, oh, this is going to be the attitude in this scene. And, you know, this is what we're going for. Oh, now we just have so much fun. And, and every time we do those scenes, there's like three major ones that she and I do. And, and um, it's just, it's heaven. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, it's to get, you know, it's deeper and deeper and more and more fun, especially now that we're, we're, you know, as they call locked, which is funny because yes, there'll be no literal changes to the script or to tech, but you know, it just gets deeper and deeper and well, more and more fun. You have till December 17th. So everybody that is watch, listening to us right now, you need to run and get your tickets. It's vineyardtheater.org, T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org. Get your tickets and, and grab a seat. Rachel Chafkin, I don't know. She may be the busiest human being on the planet. I she, think she might be. She bounces from monster show to monster show. You obviously, if you don't, you know, if it's Hades Town, if it's Thanksgiving play, if it's Limpica that's coming to Broadway next year, which is brilliant. What is her style like for a play? This is not a musical, so there's no singing and dancing. What what is her style like uh, in terms of of working with her? Well, there is a little singing. That, that's, know, true. that's true. That's <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> Those actors are just so tremendous. Um, she, I, I was saying this to someone the other day. She's, <laughs> she's really, well, she fakes it. I'm sure she's really calm, and kind, and super duper intelligent. And really, really funny. And she communicates really well um, and listens really well. Uh, and it's it's truly a collaborative. Sorry, I'm walking around here. Um, truly a collaborative situation with her. She really takes in, you know, other actors and other designers thoughts and um, <clears throat> really listens. And, it, and that's that's the main thing I love about uh, new plays is the collaborative part of it. And this, this does not disappoint yes. in that way. Well, on that stage and behind the scenes, there's more Tony nominations, Tony awards, Oscar nominations, award. There is an all-star jam packed lineup from top to bottom. <laughs> A personal nerdy actor question, if you don't mind, I love when, it. You, when you get your script, and you go home with that script and you start to memorize lines or whatever, what is in your toolbox? What What are the things that you, I teach performing arts, I teach drama in the New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark. Oh, cool. And we just were working on objectives and beats and, 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 and you know, actions, et cetera. What is the technique that you kind of take to, uh, to do the scene work on your own? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really truly different for every play you know, because they're all so diverse. Um, <laughs> the first thing I do is have the script next to me all the time. Um, and this is in the very beginning before it's like major crunch time to really get off book and stuff like that. But I'll put on, <laughs> this is going to sound so unprofessional. Um, I'll put on like a TV show that's not too interesting and that has commercials. So the script's beside me and I'm kind of watching and then I'm like, oh, there you are, little script. And um, I just read it over and over again. Um, and and I'm, yeah, and you really then eventually, it goes in phases and then you have to sort of really dissect it and break it down. And the one thing I think 
people that need to know or students um is that um we we have the capacity in our mind and our soul and our body to really let that script marinate inside our head so there's wonderful times that you need to uh trust and don't look at the script and do a lot of work and then go about your day and the thing is it just it's just moving around in there and all of a sudden something will come to you that you did not i mean granted i'll be three months out of a show and walk down the street and be like oh my god that's what that meant <laughs> <laughs> the work never stops that's, that's it doesn't i mean i had an old uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine that this is long long time ago and he'd be like he never he stopped asking me what i was thinking about because he goes you're thinking about the play aren't you and i was like mm-hmm mm -hmm. oh. because i just sit there and like i just never and it never ends you know um I, and everybody has a different way like of just literally technically learning lines um i personally like to get up on my feet before i really get off book um other people are very different about that um i I have, I like to have a reason for why I'm saying it and where I'm going and like, oh, I go over this table while I'm thinking about this and saying mm -hmm. that, you know, but that. it's different for everybody. When you have a heavy piece, this, this show has a little bit of everything, but when you have, a, when you do something like how I learned to drive and it's, it's, it's a brilliant, Paula Vogel is brilliant, but the piece is brilliant, yeah. heavy, he proof, heavy, heavy, dramatic piece. How do you, with your personality, you're fun and sweet and, and laugh. And how do you leave that on the stage and go about your day? Um, you know, I, I think this has changed the older you get because I, I'll give you an example. Like this brilliant actor I worked with in a really brilliant play. We were about to go on stage to do the scene and he would, and this is when I was, when I'm old, like I am now. Um, and he would just be like listening to heavy music and sort of torturing himself backstage. And I had the gall to say, but he did, he ended up saying, thank you. But he said, I said, you know, when you get out there, you, you're going to do all this. There's no need to do it beforehand. Yes. <laughs> leave it for the stage leave it for the stage like don't worry it's it it's gonna fly out of your mouth and everything's gonna be there you know um the only thing you kind of can't get rid of is sometimes an uh, exhaustion <laughs> <laughs> um like i did uh august osage county for a while and um on weekends i'd take a cab home and i remember my body just being like uh, I can't move. I mean, I couldn't move. But then, of course, I'd get home at 1130 and be wide awake. Of course. Why is it like that? Why? I don't know. No, I get that. <laughs> I mean, it's like I used to say to my sisters, I'm like, listen, when you come home from your nine to five job, do you go to sleep at six? Right. No, you don't. You need a moment. You need to uh, decompress. Absolutely. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I think that it's, uh, yeah, I am. I'm like fun and bubbly and I'm a nice person, some say. Um, 
So, I, you know, I remember the first time ever, like, really throwing myself off that diving board to, like, get ugly and, you know, intense. And that, from that day forward, I was like, oh, that actually feels good. That's wonderful. Like, you just dedicate yourself and do it. You got, I get it. Absolutely. And listen, my album, my show is called, my one man show that I do is called Unfinished Business because it's about finishing something you were afraid to do. I took 15 years and gave up art because I didn't think there was a place for me. If you could be 75 years old and leave Milwaukee to be a movie star, there's no excuse for each and every one of us. There's something we need to do. And I hope that this show and your work gives us some inspiration. Absolutely. You know, creativity is creativity. It's like, Creativity exists in all of us. I mean, anything we do is creative, really. Living. Living. <laughs> this existing is this insane and bizarre enough. You know, we there's so much that we can do. Another thing that I, I did say to someone the other day that uh, many years ago, I was like, what on earth am I doing that helps the world by pretending? And... Um, and maybe this is just a rationalization, but it made me a better actor, I think, um, because I I was like, well, if I can be more and more honest with my work, then um, someone watching might not feel alone. They'll, they'll feel seen. Because it's the human condition. We all go through all of these things in our lives and, and we wanna be seen somehow. Well, I'll never forget what um, Barbara Marchant was my acting teacher at William Esper doing Meisner Conservatory work. And she said that being an actor is a noble profession because when we look back in history, you the work that you're doing on stage is what is going to really show us where we were in a time and place. So I want to say thank you for-, oh, for True. For oh, thank you. That you devoted your life to us crying and, and being upset and smiling and laughing and feeling alive. And that is the greatest <laughs> gift. How do we see your show? Oh, what, we're here on the Broadway Podcast Network. You can see it and listen to it, Broadway Podcast Network, and, and stream it. Also, your personal one-man show. I'll be at Chelsea Table and Stage December 9th, and it will be. And I do it every year at 54 Below to open Pride and tell my little story about this little boy from Jersey who, here he is. That's fantastic. I appreciate you. You're so sweet. I, oh. I will, I'll be at opening night on Sunday. I'll be on the red carpet. So I get to give you a big old hug and say hello. Oh, that's fantastic, Robert. Great to meet you. I love the work. I love the show. And I think people are going to have a blast. Make sure you go down there. Go to vineyardtheater.org and get your tickets until December. It's the perfect thing to do this this fall uh, to spend a night out. And it's a good night. It's a, it's a good night. It is a good night. Thank you so much for your time. It's a real honor and pleasure to talk to you. Pleasure to talk to you too. You know how deep the work she does is? Proof? How I Learned to Drive? Sweat? August Osage County? Woo, if you need to hire an actor who's gonna bring it in that family drama, who's gonna tell it like it is, Joanna Day is where it's at. I'll be at opening night and we'll have more information and, and, and footage and, and conversations with the cast of this show after uh, opening. But until then, I hope you got a good check and catch up and sneak peek 
at this show. I hope you support art and theater. You don't need to only go to the $25 million Broadway blockbuster that costs $350 a ticket. There's great work off Broadway. There's great work regionally. There's great work in community theaters. Go to tdf.org and get your discount tickets and go support a new piece of work, a new artist. We don't always need to have the movie reboot and the jukebox musical. We sometimes need real words written on real pages and I hope that you will go out and support art and artists today. Support us here at the Roundtable by just streaming, sharing, and following. Say hello to me on Instagram at Robert M. Bannon or at the Roundtable with Robert Bannon and listen to us every day here on the Broadway Podcast Network. I will see you all again next time. As always, the best is yet to come. God bless you and I'll see you again. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.